welcome back to A Practical Home, a podcast for home and hearth magic. I'm Mandy, your host, and thank you so much for joining me for episode two. You know, the scariest thing about having a podcast or a blog or having a book published is really the fact that when once it's out there, it's out there. And it's both very exciting for me that people can hear my voice, hear my thoughts, but it's also really terrifying. So episode two has been a bit of a struggle, to be perfectly honest. But here we are. This is the third or fourth time that I have been trying to record this episode. There is a lot of noise going on in my neighborhood um, and in my home with my animals. And so if you hear barking in the background, I apologize. I've tried to start recording this at a time when it's the quietest and just hasn't been very easy. This week, I have been spending a lot of time trying to catch up on some of my hobbies or chores that I've been putting off. One thing I've really been trying to dedicate time to is catching up on my reading. My September to-be-read list is, frankly, too too large. Uh, I know a lot of those books are going to have to, unfortunately, be moved into my October read list because my there's, there's just no way I have enough hours in the month. But I've been trying to be very diligent at night and getting a few chapters in if I can, and so I've been enjoying that. I also picked up a hobby this week which I was really not anticipating ever doing, but I subscribed to getting the paper delivered for my local newspaper. I don't really know what caused me to do this. When I was growing up, our morning routine in my family often revolved around um, my dad starting a pot of coffee and then going out and getting the paper and my family and I passing different pieces of the paper around while we had breakfast. So there's a very comforting, cozy feeling associated with the morning newspaper for me. Maybe it's part of the nesting that I've been doing. I don't know. I've just, I've enjoyed having that as part of my morning routine. I've also been working on getting my fall garden fully laid out. I will have a blog post later this week or early next week that will be coming out describing the way that I planned it out, the steps that I took, how it's going, etc. I'm still not really sure how well the fall garden is going to go considering the summer went so terrible. I know I'm not the only one who had a really bad harvest in the summer because of weather, but fingers crossed, I really hope the fall garden <laughs> goes better. I've got my coffee here. I've got my water. So if you hear me sipping in the background, I apologize. But let's get into the reason for this episode, Maybon. As the seasonal wheel of the year turns, Maybon is now at our door. I could not be more excited. I feel like I've been waiting all year for this time of year. I love the way that fall starts creeping in around this time in the area that I live. Our fall leaves have just started to kind of sort of change, started to fall off the trees a little bit. Um, the weather has started to cool down some. It is still roughly 94, 95 degrees here, 
at the peak of day, but we have been having cold mornings and I love that so much, that cool breeze that you get in the morning. I love taking morning walks when it's cool outside. My husband and I were actually married on the fall equinox a couple of years back. We had a decently successful outdoor wedding, although I don't necessarily recommend them for their unpredictable tendencies. But because of that and some other memories from my childhood, Maybon will always hold a really special place in my heart. So in gathering information for this episode, I did reference a couple of books and a few online sources. The books include Llewellyn's 2021 Sabbath's Almanac, Sabbath's A Witch's Approach to Living the Old Ways by Edane McCoy, Llewellyn's Sabbath Essentials Maybon book, and also Temperance Alden's Year of the Witch. So let's get into a little bit about Maybon. Maybon is a lesser Sabbath tied to the fall equinox occurring between September 21st and September 23rd, named after the uh, Welsh god uh, Mabon, although I'm not really sure if traditionally it's pronounced Mabon or something different, and we've just kind of changed it over time. So uh, I apologize if I'm incorrect on that. This year, Mabon will take place on Wednesday, September 22nd for the Northern Hemisphere, just following our harvest full moon, which is quite exciting. It's the second harvest celebration on the Wheel of the Year in between Lunasa, which we just had on August 1st, and Samhain, which we'll have next month on October 31st. Maybon also marks the close of the Wheel of the Year, which will start anew next month. This celebration is also commonly considered the Witch's Thanksgiving. This time of year is a more appropriate time during harvest season to give thanks for the harvest, as opposed to Lunasa, because In most parts of the Northern Hemisphere, crops are not quite ready during Lunasa. They're not there for us to start having harvest meals. So this is much more common and akin to Thanksgiving. If you're in an area where Maybon is not really seasonally correct, I know some areas are still having blistering heat out there and it really doesn't feel much like fall, I would say don't worry about it. If you read Year of the Witch by Temperance Alden, she really goes into detail of um, how the wheel of the year really is kind of how it feels for you, what's right for you. You know, you can shape that to fit your own area and celebrate Maybon whenever it feels more appropriate. There are lots of correspondences associated with this holiday. Some of the common colors associated include shades of red, shades of green, yellows and golds, orange, and brown. Common herbs associated include acorns, bay, ivy, sage, yarrow, and tobacco. Scents and smells associated with Maybon include burning leaves, cinnamon, cedar, clove, pine, frankincense, and myrrh. Foods commonly associated are apples, potatoes, bread, other root vegetables, and corn. There's also a huge list of deities associated with this time of year. In the Greek pantheon, you have Demeter, Persephone, Hermes, Dionysus, just to name a few. 
In the Celtic pantheon, you have Mabon, the Green Man, Ethona. In Roman, you have Jupiter, Juno, and Minerva. And also in Yoruba traditions, you have Yamaya and Osun. I apologize for any mispronunciations I had during this segment. I also feel that Maybon is one of the most fun holidays to celebrate. I really love all of the different things you can do outside and in to enjoy this time of year. Some of the great ways to celebrate Maybon include bread baking. Sourdough really took over Instagram and other social media platforms last year during lockdown. I think everybody was making sourdough except me, so now's the time to crack out those skills again and enjoy bread baking. It's also a great time to set up a harvest meal for your family and friends. As I mentioned, this is the witch's Thanksgiving, so you can think traditional Thanksgiving meals. Whatever you would normally have in November for Thanksgiving can apply here. Apple picking is a really fun way to get outside, enjoy the beautiful weather, and celebrate the season. If you're in an area where sunflowers are still a-going in their growing season, you could maybe go to a sunflower tour. You can also organize or participate in a food drive for those who may be going without this season. You can volunteer in your community as a way to give back and show thanks. Wine tasting or wine making, maybe going on a wine tour, is a great way to celebrate the season. Maybon is also a time where you could honor a deity specifically tied to harvest. A traditional way to celebrate Maybon is to create a corn dolly out of corn husks. I really enjoy the aspect of this tradition of keeping that corn dolly throughout the year and then adding that dolly to a fireplace or a fire pit or whatever open flame you have the following Maybon as an offering and a thanks for the previous year. You can spend this season watching cozy fall movies and shows with your loved ones. You can also deep clean your home to give it a refresh. Something I like to do this time of year includes renewing magical tools that I have around the house if I have to retire something. Uh, a good example of this are the wooden spoons that I use for kitchen magic. If I have any that are getting kind of worn and need to be replaced, this is usually a time when I'll do that. I also like to renew home protections around the property uh, during Maybon season. So this includes giving a refresh to talismans and charm bags that may be around the home, adding salt to perimeters, etc. I have a ritual that I like to perform each year of forming a perimeter of protection around the property. It's really personal to me, so I'm not going to go into the details of it just yet, but something I will share is it involves um, adding iron nails to the corners of the property and then blessing certain areas. This is the first Maybon that my family and I are going to spend in this home. So I'll be starting fresh with this ritual this year, and then next year I'll be renewing those protections put in place. And an old classic is baking and cooking. You know, making cookies, making desserts, having some good harvest-based meals. Always a great way to celebrate this time of year. So I'm one of those individuals who enjoys searching for recipes online when I'm not using a cookbook. And I often will search for recipes 
that are specific to some type of intention. Like I'll look for cookies for protection or um, different dinners for abundance. And something I've had a lot of fun doing in the last couple of years is going back to those old classic recipes that I grew up with and really breaking them down um, and looking at their corresponding ingredients and thinking of them in a new light. So this year I was thinking, what do I want to make with my harvest meal? And I've really been in the mood for pumpkin pie. I know a lot of people either don't like pumpkin pie or they really only like it around um, traditional USA Thanksgiving in November. But I, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Pumpkins have hit the stores and I'm looking forward to enjoying a slice of pumpkin pie this year for Maybon. So when I was growing up, my family and I used good old Libby's 100% pure pumpkin to make our pumpkin pie. And we followed the Libby's famous pumpkin pie recipe on the back of the can. Are you guys familiar with that? I enjoy it a lot. I think every year I probably tweak the seasoning, add a little bit um, here and there, but um, it's you know kind of a tried and true pumpkin pie recipe that's always really good. So I was looking at it this year and was breaking down the recipe ingredients and the correspondences. So I have my have my can here I'll share with you. The recipe calls for one can of the pure pumpkin. Pumpkin is associated with protection, prosperity, fertility, and abundance. It calls for one and a half cups of carnation brand evaporated milk. Any evaporated milk would work. It also calls for a half a teaspoon of salt. Salt is great for protection and cleansing. Three-fourths a cup of granulated sugar. Adds a little bit of sweetness to any spell work. One teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Cinnamon is associated with protection, love and lust, prosperity, and I like to use it for speeding up any type of working that I'm doing. A half a teaspoon of ground ginger. Ginger is very healing in a magical sense and in a physical sense. It adds attraction to any working. It's great for prosperity and wealth and enhances your personal power. The recipe also calls for a quarter teaspoon of ground cloves. Cloves are associated with wealth, luck, passion, balance, two large eggs or an egg substitute. Eggs are associated with fertility, cleansing, protection, and you toss all of that into your pie shell and then bake. And I was looking at this and thought this is something that I had never really considered. Um, what a great attractor of protection this recipe is. As I mentioned, I enjoy renewing the protections around my home. It's I think it's a great time of year to refresh everything that you have set in place. And pumpkin pie is kind of that um, little bit of sweetness at the end of renewing all of my protection items. We can enjoy a piece of pie and that will help add a bit of protection to my family. So I had a lot of fun going through that recipe and actually looking at each ingredient. 
again for joining me during this episode. I hope that you have a fantastic Maybon season. If you do something to celebrate this time of year and you are posting it on any social platform, I hope you tag me so I can see what you're doing. I really love seeing all of the creative decorations and recipes and ideas that people have each season. I hope that you remember that we're exiting the go, go, go season that is summer and we're moving toward a time of renewal and refresh and be kind to yourselves and to each other. If you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at a practical home podcast. You can also find me at a practical home on Twitter. I'm considering posting podcasts to YouTube as well, if that's easier for some. So keep an eye out for that. And until next time, bye bye